What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Forgotten Jesus Podcast. My name is Andrew. With me today, of course, I don't know why I always introduce you guys, yeah, is Robert like Galdi. It's three seasons Andy and 13 episodes. Well, this might, be, here. this might be somebody's first time with us, so sure, I just, sure. anyway. Okay, go ahead. Introduce us again. Okay. This is Pastor Robbie Gowdy and Candy Gowdy. Okay, anyway, so Pastor, today, are we getting into the dreams of Joseph? Uh, we promised we were. But? But we're not. Oh, my goodness. No, okay. we should never promise. Well, yes. Well, we never know where we need to go until we spend time and think about it. And I realize we have to we have to understand what's happened up to this point okay. chronologically. So we have to go from Matthew to Luke. Which okay. is a good jump. Yeah, no, that's good. It's a good jump. So go with me to Luke chapter one. I just love that we're officially like reading verses. Yeah, we're actually into the word today. We've been in the word for a while, but we're actually going to just systematically, expositionally, exegetically. Oh, geez. Yeah. You got any other mean, words that we're going to do? Chronologically. Chronologically. Hypothetically. <laughs> Hopefully no hypotheticals. We're not doing any hypotheticals here, but... Hopefully literal <laughs> translation. Okay, uh, let me set up this 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 uh, time. This is the first, in a sense, if you look at it chronologically, this is the first account of uh, the working of God since the silence of Malachi, remember, 400 years ago. Yeah. So chronologically, this starts the coming of the Messiah. We're going to study about Zechariah and Elizabeth, and I'm telling you, there are so Many connections, Andrew, from Old and New Testament. It's going to blow your way. So, Candy, I want you to read Luke chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. Okay. In the days of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest of Abijah's division named Zechariah. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in God's sight, living without blame, according to all the commands and requirements of the Lord. But they had no children because Elizabeth could not conceive, and both of them were well along in years. Okay, so right away, we're looking for clues in the text, okay? okay. Let's just go to the uh, last part, Candy Red. When you hear of Zechariah and Elizabeth, a couple who are childless in the New Testament, okay, what do you think of, or who do you think of in the Old Testament that were in a similar situation? Hannah. Go back further. Sarah. Sarah and who? Abraham. Sarah and Abraham. Who's the Who's the next one you think about? You think of who? You, you said it. Hannah. Hannah and who? What's the husband's name? You remember the husband's name? Hold on. Don't Andrew tell me. Popcorn. What does he start with? E. Okay. That's what e. It's um. Uh, this is a hard pop quiz question. Oh, man. El- Elkanah. 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 It was right there. Andrew, I'm sorry. The you, had it. The you, had, you had it. Okay. Uh, and, and, and Elkanah and Hannah had a son named who? Samuel. Samuel. I want you to notice the similarities right out the gate between Samuel and who? John the Baptist. John the Baptist. Ooh. Now, remember one of the one of the themes of all of these guys is to prove that Jesus is the son of who? David. David. So from the line of David. Yeah, or in the character of David, of okay. the quality of David. Son of means like like on uh, a likened to. Yeah. Okay. A likeness to. Okay, so Samuel, you ready for this, is a what? Son of. No, he's a prophet. Uh, yeah, he's a prophet. And the prophet something. is the forerunner to King David. Okay. What does Samuel do in the backyard when he's looked at all the brothers? He's like, oh, do you have anybody else? Yeah, we got David. He's hanging out with sheep in the right. back. Okay, I don't think it's an accident that Samuel anoints David or he's the wow. forerunner to David from parents who were yeah. barren. 
You yeah. got to see these connections. I mean, they're there. We just miss them. Here we have Elizabeth and Zechariah, who will have a son named John the Baptist, right. who will, in a sense, Be the anoint, affirm, yeah. give away the ministry, prepare the way for the ministry of Jesus, the son of David, the son of God, the king of mm. the world. Okay, so wow. I think right there we see. One of the things, too, I have this note in here. It says, whenever you, you see in the Bible a story of a couple who's barren or childless, and they miraculously conceive. It, it basically is like cluing you to the idea of the emphasis that this child's destiny right. will be miraculous. This child's destiny is for some great purpose. So normally when you see it like, ah, uh, the child, uh, you know, they're barren, they haven't had a child. It's like, okay, hold on, become something amazing is mm -hmm. about to happen, okay? So let's get into the text. Uh, one of the things we learn right away is verse five. Okay, so we're going to start in verse five, and if you have a Bible, you can follow along. If you're in one of our study groups, ooh, that's right, yeah, you'll be, Jesus groups, you'll be doing a lot of studying this week uh, in a good way. Uh, okay, so let's take it first. In the days of King Herod of Judea. Okay, what does that mean? It means it's the days of King Herod. That's exactly right. The days of King. No, it's putting <laughs> Jesus and John in a time period historically. Okay. Okay. So right away we see King Herod was a real person historically. We right. can study that. In the time of King Herod, he's coming. Okay. Now, there's going to be a contrast we're going to see in a few weeks that King Herod is going to be contrasted with King Jesus. And we're going to notice the shift when we get to the wise men bringing the gifts in a couple weeks, but we have to hold on for that. Okay. There was a priest of what, what division? Abijah. Okay, now let me tell you a little bit about Abijah. Do you know much about Abijah, Andrew? I know nothing about Abijah. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, but that's why I'm here, because I don't know that's, anything. That's, why that's, you're what, here. that's what people say Okay. in the comments. I'm glad Andrew doesn't know anything either. No. <laughs> you ask good questions. I, well, you really ask good questions. Okay, yeah. Abijah's division. So basically, here's the deal. Let's think of the priesthood this way. They, they speculate that during the time of Jesus' his birth and John's birth, there were roughly 10,000 priests spread out all across Israel. Okay. To be a priest. Now, remember, we talked about this before. You can be a Levite, right. which you had to be a Levite to be a priest. So you could be a Levite. Remember, the Levites were one of the tribes. Uh -huh. They didn't get any land when Joshua came in. Right. But they said, your land and possession is the temple of God's because you're right. going to serve. Now, the, to, you could be a Levite and not a priest. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can never be a priest without being a Levite. Unless you were a Levite. So you had to have both, okay? There were 10,000 priests spread out all over Israel. Is this during the corruption priesthood period? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sadducean. Okay. The sect of the Sadducees has already been established since the ones, you know, the mid one uh, BC, 100 BCs, okay? So the Sadducean cult. The sect, the Pharisees, they're all in play here, okay? So I, and not, not everybody's corrupt. Okay. okay, but the top guys are okay. Annas, Caiaphas, you know that household. Uh, Jason, own all those guys coming in. They're the corrupt ones from them. Okay, so basically you have ten thousand troops or ten ten thousand priests. Out of those priests, they were required to serve every year, mandated one week in the spring, one week in the fall. Okay, that was their duty. To the country okay. for the rest of their life. Out of that, you basically, and then you had to serve three more times you were required. Serve in the temple? In the temple. Okay. 
What were the other three times? So he had one in the spring, one in the fall, and he had three other times. So were all 10,000 serving that one time in the spring and that one time in the fall? Like no. everybody serving at the same time? No, they were divided into divisions, which okay. is what the text says. See, I'm giving you contextually what happened. So basically out of the 10,000, based on the 52 weeks of the year, okay. based on the amount of people they needed in the temple, they divided every one of them into 24 divisions. Okay. Okay. 24 divisions times two. You start to see how this thing works out. Okay. 48. 48. And yeah. then the other three, they had to serve three. Everybody right. served three. You know what those three were? Uh, Passover. Passover. Easter. I'm just kidding. Easter. I'm <laughs> just joking. So you're nice? saying they actually served five times in a year? Five times a year. Okay. okay? They served spring and fall. Then and they then served Passover. Well, why are these three times important? These were the three festivals that you had to make pilgrimage. a pilgrimage back to, to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Okay. They, if you lived in the land of Israel or were close by to be a good Torah observant Jew, you were expected to travel back to Jerusalem for these three festivals. We know from John the Baptist, his family, and we know from Jesus's family, they were good Torah observant Jews because they right. went back for the, and you got to understand, that's not an easy task. Oh no. Right. Imagine if I said to you, you have to go to Disney World Every year. I've never been to Disney World. Really? Yeah. You're not missing I'm like, much. how can I afford you, this? You're not missing. Well, for a fa family of five. You, you know too what I'm saying? Kids, you have too many kids. I'm trying to help make the You're not missing here. anything, I promise. Am I not? Okay. I'm playing. Okay. And, I, loves and I get so like good. super nauseous. Like anytime I get on a ride. Really? Um, oh, yeah. So you're like bad. him. You can't do rides? Well, I got a, I got no, something I for you, by the way. It's What's called the TheraBand. Oh, well, yeah. It's called this could we'll go off the TheraBand it's in the show notes. I think it's a TheraBand. No, it's not a TheraBand. Yeah, but- <laughs> it's not a TheraBand. It's called something like that. Robert, look it up for us. It's actually, uh, Robert knows this. It's a shocking device. Yeah, but yeah, you said you would never ride a nerve. ride again. You said well, you would never ride Guardians of the Galaxy again. Well, Guardians, this is a whole other discussion. But Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, we went this year with the boys. I had the band on. Right. And it just did me in. Do you it, fit in these rides, by the way? Number one is I couldn't Some. fit well. Yeah. Number Some. two is the ride actually, the, the, the car the spins you ever. around. Oh, I can't do it. So, so, so like, I like to brace in like corners. Well, when you brace, like, the, 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 the ride is, dry, you know, riding you around. But right. when you brace, the whole car like leans down. So there's no bracing. It's and number amazing. three, it's in the dark with like animatronics. And so I got I, I suffer from motion sickness. Mm. So it's like the perfect blender of you know <laughs> lights and sounds that just right. when I got off, this is true. I literally I got off and looked at Candy, expecting Candy to say, We'll never do that again, which is what I was thinking. <laughs> I looked at her and she said, What'd you think? And, and she said, Wasn't it good? I said, I don't know if good is the word right. I would use. And she I said, What do you think? She said, I want to ride it again. And I said to her, I need to sit down for 10 minutes, which I did. I had to sit on the curb and compose myself because <laughs> it had messed me up so much. But anyway, um, I'm, what was the point? Imagine, yeah, go, imagine oh, having to, to go to, go to, to Disney Orleans. World. Okay, right, here's the right. point. You, you hit the point. It's expensive. Right. It's long. Right. It takes time to get there. You have to prepare. You have to go away. It's not easy. And it costs money. Mm -hmm. They had to do that three, three times, times a year. year. Wow. Okay. So it was a big deal. Big commitment. So they were a part of this division, 24 divisions that had to come in, okay. 10,000 people divided up into 24 divisions. And when they would get there, they still had a lot of people. They divided them into seven groups the week of because it was just too many people. Oh, wow. You, you didn't finish telling us the three that they had to oh, spring, fall, and then three. Passover. Trump. Uh, Pentecost. Tabernacle. 
No, no not Tabernacle. Passover, Pentecost, and what's the big one in the fall? The Day of Atonement. Of Atonement. Yeah. So you had okay. the. So those were the five. I think I think it's the Day of Atonement. And Is those, it Tabernacles or Atonement, Robert? I'm, you got me. Those. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's it's. I think I'm pretty sure. Um, let's fact Wouldn't that check be something that, if I Robert. was right? You might have. You might. I don't think you're right, but. <sighs> Okay, so while you're looking that up, so I, what I you're saying sure is right. the priests, no matter- Shavuot, no, I was right. Uh, no, no, Shavuot, sorry. Uh, Sukkot, uh, Pesach, which is Passover, and Shavuot, which is the Feast of Tabernacles. Shut up, I was right? That was rude, Candy. Let's right. not tell people to shut up. We don't use yeah, that word Yeah, we don't use podcast. that word in this podcast. We don't tell people to shut up. Well, I just meant like- <laughs> What is he calling, calling me? You? I don't know what he's calling me. I'm in the middle of a podcast, sorry. Did you just hang up on him? Yeah, I just hung up. He's trying to call me. Adam well, French him. is calling me in the middle of the podcast. He doesn't know. I know, but I told him. Okay. I don't know what my phone is ringing for in this podcast anyway. Okay. Here's the point. Sukkot, which is be tabernacle, tent, or booth. Okay. Candy was right on that one. Yeah. I'm all discombobulated right now. Okay. So here's the point. So they they had the three festivals, the two they were a part of. So she's loving this too, by the way. Um, okay, so in the division, they come in. Okay. When you show up for duty, the way it works is this. You show up with your team. What what the day would have been like, I'll just go through. Would you like to go through a day of what it would have been like to get ready for service? I would love to hear that. Yeah. Okay, so here's now, what he And got. these priests would have traveled to Jerusalem these five times through the year to serve there yes. for their week. No, okay. no, they would have, yeah, they would have okay. traveled five times to serve. No matter serve. where they were living in Israel, they came back to Jerusalem to serve their week in the temple. Yes, that's okay. exactly right. Okay, okay, so when they get there, here's how it works. They basically get ready. And they have to, now, some people think that uh, Zechariah and Elizabeth lived close by, like close to the Jericho area by, by the Dead Sea, which makes sense because that's where John will set up shop. Uh -huh. So for him, it wasn't really far. far. And, and probably the Levites and priests lived close because they had to come back and forth all the time. So that makes sense. Um, so basically, he comes in town. Okay, he's going to have seven days that he's going to work, and he does this for years. And you got to remember, he's older, so he's probably in his sixties at the time, maybe older. Who knows? Okay, he's an older man, sixty beyond childbearing age, obviously. So he's been doing this for a long time. So he comes in, he prepares himself that morning. He wakes up early in the morning. He prepares himself by going in with his garment, just his like night garment. He's going to go into the mikvah that morning, freezing cold, because Jerusalem is on a, on a hill. So it's pretty chilly, and they didn't have heaters in the water. So you got to imagine, he's going to ceremonially cleanse himself oh. in the water. He's going to come out shivering. Mm. He's going to go into his house, and then he's going to put his priestly garment on. Then he's going to go to the gathering area where they would be eating a breakfast gathering area, and they're going to prepare for duty. Then one of the high priests or one of the guys in the... Uh, uh, works at the temple, part of the Sadducean cult would come in and say, or the sect would say, come on guys, we're going to go ahead for duty. The early bird guys are going to be able to put and cast lots for service that day. And some of the lots would be better than others. Like one of the choice lots right out the gate early morning uh, every day was to go climb and ascend the altar, the golden altar, which was outside, which is basically a big barbecue pit, okay? They would ascend the ramps of the altar, the two-story ramps, pretty big altar. They'd yeah. get to the second story, and they would shovel out the ashes, 
Okay, that was a pretty big deal. Why? Because this is the golden altar. This mm -hmm. is where the animals were sacrificed. This is where the acceptance from God. So that was a pretty big. So they cast lots for the first round, and Zechariah that day says, oh, didn't get it. Sorry. You guys go go back. Then what they would do is they would walk around the property. They would make sure everything's intact. After they would come back, they would have the second round uh, of duties. Now, you got to understand, how did they get ready for duty uh, in, in the temple? How do you know if you're gonna? How do you know if you're gonna sh shovel salt that day, which nobody wanted to do? Salt. Uh, yeah, you would shovel salt in the salt bins. Did you know about this? I, don't I didn't know so. about this. What do they need salt for? Preservation. Pres they don't have fridges, so it's salt. So they salt for the animals. Okay, oh, so okay. that's one of them. <laughs> Some people trimmed the wicks for the manure, which was a little better job. Some people prepared the oil for the lamp. Some people baked the bread. These are good jobs. Uh, but the choice jobs were some of the best, okay? What are some of the choice jobs, Andrew? Do you um, know? Do you shoveling know? coal. That's uh, just the only one you said that I know. No, shoveling so. coal. Okay, shoveling Ashes. coal. No, shoveling coal, coal, coal would be good. Yes, see? Because, well, but shoveling coal and then preparing the coal yeah. to burn the incense was another good thing. Because you had to take this hot coal and you would bring it in and put it in the altar of incense. So that was a good one. Okay. What's another one? I don't know. Well, you've already said changing the oil out in <laughs> I, the manure lamps. Okay, I was about to say. I okay, thought you already the manure said that, lamps, right? which would be on the left when you walk in. Okay. On the right is presenting the table of bread on the okay. quote table of showbread. Okay, but the choice, the the closest you could get to God as a priest outside of the high priest was one job. Now, here's what you have to understand about these jobs: the choice jobs, the top jobs, you could only do one time in a lifetime. Oh wow, that's it. And when you did it, you could never do it again. Wow. Did you know that? I did not know that. Okay. Kenny, you got a question? I do. Okay. I don't want to make you lose your train of thought, but... Okay, no, that's fine. The division. So he, he's... Zachariah is part of the division of Abijah. Yeah. Okay. Go. You want to read How about it? How many people were in 24. that division? How many people were in a, in a division? Or is it different? Let's go. Let's read the text. First Chronicles 24, verse 10 is the, is the way it, it's set up. And then I want to know how many priests like Zechariah were in the division? Like if the division was made up of 20 people, well, would 24, there have been it's more? It's 24 divided by 10,000. 24 divisions. So that's how many. About, so his well, division that. means that there would have been a group of, his whole division would have been serving that, that week. Correct? His whole division would have been serving that week? Abihadi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He serves with a division. Okay. Yes. So hundreds. Hundreds, hundreds. And they're all in there. But how many priests are yeah. in that division? Like Zachariah is what I'm saying. Because um, he's chosen by lot to do what he does. He just said 416 priests. In that one division. Yes. Point six. So wow. there's a Now watch one. this. You ready for this? Why is all that? Why are we making a case for this? You're going to see. These same, now priests come and go, they die off and, and, and are born into gene, genealogically. However, this is the point I'm making. This is the same group of 400 guys that this man has been serving with for 50 something years. Right. They know mm. a few things about this man that they're going to hold as a stigma over his head. Mm, right. You're going to get there in a second. Yeah, yeah. They know that, that these two things don't compute. We read it. He is a blameless man, right. which is what the Bible says about right. him. But they didn't think that. Why? Because they are questioning, if you're blameless and right before God, why are you barren? Yeah. Mm. To be barren and have no kids back right. then stigma. Was, to stigma. Be, was to be punished and cursed by God. That's what it meant. 
That's why through the Bible, when women don't have kids, I'd rather die. Just let right. me die. Wow. And by the way, well, why did they put that I think stigma that because on? Because I have them. kids. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. I know. So that's imagine just apply, so I saw a guy, a comedian recently. He said, "Imagine applying for, imagine doing an interview for a job as a parent." You're like, hey, okay, you know, we're going to see if you're a good parent. And, and you're like, I got a couple questions about it. Uh, how, how, how much is the pay? <laughs> Actually, no, you're going to pay for 18 years. Okay. And by the way, you're only going to be friends with, they'll only be your friend for about 13, 14. Right. And they're going to turn on you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, the pay, the pay is, yeah, you're going to pay actually. But anyway, okay. So your question again, before we move on. I then forgot. Okay, good. Uh, so what we're going to do is let's, okay, so 10,000 people, 24, 416 priests, they're all together. Now, on this day, they go through the walking, they, they hand out the other jobs. You know, we're going to shovel the salt, we're going to do this. And then they do the final selection for the best of the best, which is burning the incense at the altar of incense. Now, you got to remember, inside the holy place, so hopefully we could put a... Robert's can put right now a, a picture of the temple and the furniture. And remember, we haven't talked about this a lot, but think of the temple and the tabernacle as the house of God, which is what it's called, Beit Adonai. Beit, house of Adonai, Lord, Lord, house of the Lord. That's what they call it, the Beit Adonai. Think of the house of God, the temple, as a big house for, obviously, a big God. But it mirrors, you ready for this, our homes in the community. Yeah. Just like the people had a home, surrounding the temple, God has a home. And if you have a home, you'll have furniture in the home. Think about this. God built the temple and the tabernacle with furniture. Yeah. When you walk into the tabernacle, the first thing you see is a bronze laver to wash your or hands because you right. have a sink. Then, I'm sorry, not the first thing. The first thing you see is the altar, the altar to sacrifice. Right. The, before you go into the tent or the temple, that's the bronze laver where you wash your hands. Yeah. So you have a barbecue pit for grilling food, right? Think about it simplistically. Then you have a bronze laver. Then you go inside the temple or the tabernacle and you have three pieces of furniture. Andrew, can you name them from memory? Uh, no. One uh, you got them. You table got them. of showbread. Ooh, yeah. Is that one? Very good. Yep. yep. That's one. That's one. Okay. okay. What's another one? Uh, to the Ottoman of, I don't <laughs> know. Ooh. The, uh, the Ottoman the, of appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the menorah. Uh, the menorah. Okay. What so is that light. a picture of? Uh, okay. The light of Jesus being the light of the world. Well, okay. And what do we have in, in this light? What yeah, do we, we have, have in this room? Light we have lights. lights. It's interesting. Right. When you see this, it makes sense. Okay. The, this, the third thing. So you have the, 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 the barbecue pit. You have the sink. You have a light, a lamp. What else do you have? The altar of incense. Uh, yeah, but that's the last one we're going to get to. What is the next one? Showbread. To the right. To the right. Oh, no. The right showbread. To the left is menorah. Menorah. Right. And then the altar of incense. Okay. And then finally, I'm, I'm confused. Um, I'm trying to do two Second things. Time like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm blaming. I did it on study you, this like, too, love. Oh, did you? A long okay, time good. ago. Yeah, C Candy. This morning, she's like, "Why do you need to get to the office so early?" I said, "Babe, because I've got to study for the podcast." I thought you knew all this stuff. I said, "No, no, I've got to study like hours to get prepared." It, it may not look like we're studying, but there's a lot of preparation that goes into this. But anyway, apparently, Candy studied too this morning. No, I didn't. Not oh. this morning. Years ago. Years ago, oh, I studied so you're about just the correcting me off the cuff. Okay, so anyway, back to back to what we're saying. So, right. so he gets he gets select. They get selected. Okay, so the last place is that we're, we're so off today on different. Day. Okay, the 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 incense is the choice place. Why? Because the incense is a is basically perfume. It's basically aroma in a home. 
Okay, so it's fragrance. this aroma. It's a fragrance. Yeah. Now, why did they need this fragrance? Well, one, because you got to understand, mm. dead animal stench and burnt blood. Oh, wow. People said that when you got that smell of the temple, which is a reason, God wants you to smell the stench of sin. Wow. Mm -hmm. Sin has a stench to it. And that stench or that smell of burnt animal and crispy blood, I mean, just, you, yeah, you can't forget. What? Well, that's what, they're burning animals and then blood is, and then dried blood and stale blood. I mean, it's splattered over well, the think, altar. If the, you think about, I mean, this is kind of off, but if you think about police officers will tell you, you know, once you've smelled a dead human body, you never forget that smell. Yeah, true. And if you think, Sin brought death into the world. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, that's true. Um, so anyway, go ahead. Okay. So basically, uh, they burnt this incense. Now, the altar of incense is a picture of prayers going up to God. That's what the altar of incense is, by the way. Right. As the smoke goes up, the prayers go up to God. And it was the last piece of furniture before that enormous curtain that separated the people from God or the Holy of Holies where the Ark of the Covenant was inside, okay? Mm -hmm. So you have this Ark of the Covenant inside where the presence of God is. And that's kind of like an interior, if you will, like a bedroom. That's the private area of a person's house, just like your house, God's house. Right. Only one person could go into that, which would be the high priest. Okay, so on that day, they cast lots. And would you know, this man, Zechariah, has waited his entire life with a curse on his head. Mm -hmm. wow. And now he's going to get the choice opportunity to burn, to burn incense. Wow. Now, he, he, it could have been any one of those 413. 16. 16. Yeah. Any one of those could have been chosen by lot, correct? Yeah. To serve. Well, if they've already done it, they exclude themselves. The, the high priest would say, all right, if you haven't served in this position, step forward. But still, it would have been hundreds. Yeah, you could have been hundreds. And he was chosen. Yeah, right. But hundreds. it could have been any of those people is what I'm saying. Yes, any okay. of those people. Now, you got to understand the, the enormity of the task. He gets ready that day. He takes the little, sh so somebody comes in with the burnt coals, they put him into the, to the place. He's now going to walk in with the incense, which was powder, and a shovel. That's what he's going to walk in there with, a little shovel. He's going to go in there, and he's going to take the incense, and he's going to lay it on top of the burning coals and immediately starts to consume it. Now, at that point, what he probably does is his hand is shaking. You got to understand, and you would be too. You're in there alone. The priest would watch him walk in. Nobody would mm -hmm. say a word. He's walking into the temple by himself. Nobody's in there with him. He's going to take this incense, and he knows the barrier between him and the glory of God is, is separated by a curtain. Mm. And you have to believe, you've heard this, that they would, and there's a debate on whether this is true or not. I, I, I've gone back and forth. I didn't believe it, now I believe it. They would tie rope around the ankles of the high priest, and with bells, and so they would listen that if he went in and didn't purify himself before God, God would strike him dead on the Day of Atonement right. and kill him. So they couldn't go behind the curtain, so they would pull him out of the curtain. Yeah. There, there's evidence to support either way. Regardless, they knew that the presence of God was not something to play with, right. and they knew God was all-consuming. So basically, they did not want to play with God. So here he is, you have to believe. He's shaking as he's burning, he's putting the incense on, and the incense is going, I mean, it's an opportunity of a lifetime. Then we have to believe from tradition that he probably would have got on his knees and laid out prostate on the ground, okay? Prostrate on the ground. Prostate on the ground. You should probably not say that word anymore. He laid flat on the ground. He just laid out. He laid out on the ground. 
I'm just visualizing his prostate on the ground. Yeah, no, he was on the ground, actually. <laughs> but he lays on the ground. Oh, man, Kenny. You're going to see this. He lays on the ground and basically cries out to God. Right. And at that moment, when he probably gets back to his knees, he looks over, and now you have the incense burning. The smoke is probably probably causing his eyes to water. The only light in the whole building or the whole place are some flickering candles from the menorah. And he looks over and the angel of the Lord, Gabriel, is standing there. Mm. Now, the question is this. Which doesn't happen for everybody. Right. And he's no. thinking, is this normal? There. Okay, here's what we have. And we're going we're gonna to put this as a cliffhanger because okay. I think we're going to mm. pick it up next week. But I think we're out of time. We're mm. definitely out of time. Okay, good. Uh, not good, but... Pfft. Here's the thing you got to remember, and here's your homework. Why, well, number one is, what is the significance of Gabriel showing up? And whenever Gabriel shows up compared to Archangel Michael yeah. or the angel of the Lord, uh-huh. what, what, what does Gabriel signify? Like, what does he know Gabriel's there? No, you got to wait till next week. What does he know Gabriel's there for? Okay, we'll pick that up. And then we'll see this amazing word from the angel and six promises about John the Baptist that are direct connections to the Old Testament. All right. Well, Pastor, I can't wait. Hey, we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. If you have, share it with a friend. Uh, And we love hearing from you uh, as well. So if you can follow us on social media, on Instagram at The Forgotten Jesus. Also, don't forget that in the show notes, you will see a discussion guide where each week you and your friends can get together and just take a deeper dive in a conversation into everything that we have talked about here today. Uh, So we appreciate you guys. So glad you joined us. Pastor Candy, thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode.